Hustle Up, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with Mikey Meatballs behind the glass and my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate, the, 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 the degenerate trifecta. Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Got a little stammer going. I'm excited about this uh, episode. We're going over the NFC South. Yes, that's one of my favorite divisions. A fascinating division. We're going to hit that top to bottom. These guys have best bets. You can get their picks every day. Fetch them on extrapoints.com. Some are good. Some are bad. They're betting on every. I mean, what's left? We're betting on baseball and preseason football. Can't bet on this milk crate challenge yet. Have, has anyone seen anything with this? No, we really need Harry. Oof. We really, really need Harry to do this. Like, I don't want to see him. I would. I don't want to see him die. But we really I would. Need to see him do well, Brian, I would die. I, I, I would absolutely puncture a lung. I would lose. You know, who knows what would happen? I'm watching die. these, and most of them, if you get even three up, right? If they're st- first of all, I don't know how people have so much access to crates, yeah. milk crates. That, that, that's what. <laughs> right. That's the most um, pressing question for me. Secondly. <laughs> If you did bet on these and it's four high is the highest, I think everyone starts as a seven to one underdog, unless, you know, you know something about them either way. You know, you get an obese guy up there. He's got all of a sudden a hundred to one, but Harry, would you be able to do, how many would you be able to do? Like you could do one, right? If we set up one crate in front of you. Unless I collapse through it, I guess. I guess I could do it. No, what do you think, really? Could you do the I, three? I, well, I, I, I could do. I could do three. Listen, not uh, three sport athlete in high school. I could do three. Three but, uh, sport athlete. Look it up. Look it up. Uh, Harley, can, look you it count up. yourself look as a three sport athlete? I was athlete. on the team, Brian. If Brian, you played, I was actually if, on the if team. You played four minutes of soccer time. in ninth grade, and then you, yeah. you jumped in and quit football after a week in eleventh yeah, grade. I, like, I don't know. Right? Don't we define three sport athlete as playing three back to back sports? You got letters, fall, winter, Harry? spring. You get letters for, for the year, like not like a combination of your whole life. I got right. I got splint. I got splinters in my ass from riding the pine. Nice. Well, yeah. I don't know that Harry could do the three crates up. I, we may have to now challenge this. You'd think you could do three. I'm not doing three, but I think I could do three, but I'm not doing three. <laughs> what, what do you want? <laughs> You'll do I'm it. Kill, like Brian right. I'd probably kill myself. Um, definitely. So, you know, Mike, Mikey Meatballs said he definitely can do this 100%. Is that right? Yeah. Meatballs, wow, how not, many high? So what? I'm not even I'm sure. I, I've seen five high. What's high? You think could, Is it six? Is it six? It's at least six, right? I don't know. I think I could do six. <sighs> Really? I think so. Oh, we gotta mm. check this out. I want nothing to do with this. I mean, I don't see how these guys. It's a it's a busted shoulder at the least, Parley kid. Right? A broken arm. I, I, just yes, the way I don't falling. know. I don't know what the amount of money you'd have to pay me to do this. It's so uh, bad. It's free at falling. Least, at least feet. five figures. It'd have to be at least five figures because I yeah. just think that ninety five percent chance for me it's resulting in some type of injury. That's a thing. Or like you cover internal medical. bleeding or something. I mean, you see the bruises that these people are getting at yeah. the end of it, and it's it just seems. How about the guy that was like almost there and somebody kicked the crate? Well, that, and that's and yeah. Sal, you said oh, that's that was a, awful. that's like a Sal move, right? It was yeah, definitely yeah. a Sal I, yeah. move. I did love that. I did love that. <laughs> you did love that, but uh. how pissed with. You would have gotten your ass kicked for that, for sure. So. I think so. People were commenting like, that guy's going to get his ass kicked. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> what do I care? I don't know the guy. But yeah, it's uh, all right. Well, if anyone has ideas for the Milk Crate Challenge, hit us up at uh, CousinSalAgainstAllOdds at gmail.com. 
Pauly Kid wants five figures. Meatballs, uh, I don't know, just a plate of meatball. He thinks he could do it. Six high. And Harry is bragging about getting three high. Um, why don't, oh, yeah, why don't we high. just have Harry drink a gallon of milk? Oh, that's and interesting. Like that challenge, I, the, the, I, I the gallon I, of milk challenge. I've why doesn't he just a guy do that? Drink a ga- I've witnessed a guy drink a gallon of milk. There's no way I could do it. But I've witnessed a man, a guy from Scotland, 450 pounds, chug a gallon of milk before mm. I have witnessed it. What yeah. if it was chocolate milk? Would you do it then? Or strawberry <laughs> milk? We can figure, no? We'll make it easy. Come, cl- come close with chocolate. All right. Right now, it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bed makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bed ache. It's a bed ache. It's a bed ache. Yes, indeed. It's a bed ache. Bed ache brought to you by our friends at Prop Swap. I'm going to start us off here. My bed ache, you know, Freddie Roach, God bless him, comes on here the other day. Talks about breaks down Pacquiao, Ugas. And we, I think, all like Pacquiao by decision or something or whatever. We were going to put him on any parlay at minus 410 or 39, whatever it ended up being, 430. Um, what happens? He goes out there. Uh, Freddie Roach tells us, ah, he's going to win by knockout in the sixth round. Like, oh, boy, that's interesting. Manny never knocks anyone out. Ugas never gets knocked out. All right, but Manny's going to do it. And Brother Brian, we knew right away, right? You knew 40 seconds into the fight that this was not resulting in knockout and Manny was probably going to have to get lucky on a decision. And he did not get lucky. It didn't matter. Anyway, we all had him by a knockout. Shame on you, Freddie Roach. If you want to come back <laughs> and apologize, I'll understand. But uh, that's my bet. Taking the advice of the, uh, the guest when they're on and getting all excited about it. Uh, Parley kid, you had Pacquiao as well. Yeah, I had Pacquiao as well because I had said after he had left, they we got to start betting these at these guys because we I think pretty much anybody else that's come on, right, we would have had some success with. Mm. So uh, I guess the Woodley thing to be seen here against uh, Paul coming up soon. Right. But we we thought, uh, you know, Freddie Roach seemed very, very confident. Like he seemed to tell us that uh, that this fighter seemed to be tailor-made for right. Pacquiao, right? It was like a tailor-made opponent for Pacquiao. I said, guys, we got to jump on this. Uh, Freddie Roach is probably the most knowledgeable guy yeah. in boxing. And uh, to be honest with you, it wasn't even cl- I, I don't think it was even close. Uh, I think the score, yeah. the judges got it, really nailed it uh, in this fight. And uh, we were all losers, except probably for Harry, who just didn't bet it. Well, that's right. I didn't bet it, didn't watch it. Of course, Harry didn't. I mean, it, it's going what it costs like sixty bucks, right? Harry, how's Harry gonna bet it uh, and watch it? Uh, yeah, Freddie, I, I feel bad because it might fall on Freddie a little bit, right? They're training for Errol Spence, right? Spence backs out, and then you got twelve days or whatever to train for Ugas. He's like, ah, he's a Cuban fighter, but we got this one under control. Six round knockout sounded good, brother Bry. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounded great. I mean, now I, I think my record now betting guests, guests picks are now like 0 and 6 or 0 and 7. So I, I just I just have to I just have to stop it. But you're you're right. We we knew right away. I'm trying to think what round it was where we sent out like a text just saying yeah. it's over already. I mean, once you yep. saw Ugas, like his hands were up. I mean, nothing. Pacquiao's punches were more like he never sat down at his punches. He was always just mm. lunging forward. It was kind of a little bit more pitter patter. Um, well, different podcast, brother yeah. Bry, but uh, Kirk Herbstreit yesterday on Extra Points said Howell, UNC kid, right for uh, for Heisman. Yep. Oh yeah. So, well, and I well I gave that out too. So uh, you got it too. So right. loss, loss, loss for that one too. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, all right, but let's go to your bed ache. Yours is on the diamond or somewhere all well, over the place. Yeah, right? I had a few, a few different ones. Um, let me say, I, it was really fun riding the Orioles streak of, of losses yes. by uh, two or more runs. I think I started that like a week and a half ago on a Thursday. It hit for eight straight, and then uh, it was mm-hmm. about to hit for the ninth straight, going into the bottom ninth, and then or top nine, and a, a solo home run uh, cut that short. And it's too bad it didn't. It's too bad they didn't cover then, because then I would just would have just kept going against it. I had to eventually stop it, so that sucked. Um, but you know that. By, by the way, with that, I, it was a little. It was weird, right? Because the Braves had won what going into that Orioles series. The Braves were the road team, right? This weekend, yeah, right. Yeah, they, yeah. They went into Baltimore. Yep. I think they had won like uh, how many in a row road games, and yet was it nine or ten or I don't know what they ended up with. They're playing the worst team in baseball. <clears throat> you could get. Every game in that series under two dollars, so it was scary. They cover the one and a half. The Braves do Friday and Sunday, mm-hmm. but not Saturday. But uh, still a great streak, still a great streak. But go ahead. So I'm we sorry. had so that. We had that, and then yep. on Sunday, uh, well, this is more just like a well, this is definitely a bet ache and a terrible bet. But you know when you have those days where you're betting and you're like, oh, this looks great. Everything looks like it's gonna win, right? I have mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. WNBA game lo- is looking great. I have a parlay. Harry doesn't know. Well, <laughs> parlay kid, and I know, but Harry. We have a, I have a parlay with six teams, and all six teams are winning in like the sixth inning of a baseball game. Uh, so then all of a sudden, before you know it, the the Liberty blow an eleven point lead. At, <laughs> the Liberty blow an eleven point lead at home, uh, late in the third quarter. Um, they lose that game. So I'm like, ah, shit, I had a decent (laughs) amount of money on that. And then right after that, um, on the parlay I had, uh, you were the first one to mention it. I didn't even really mention it because I was like, ah, shit, I I think I have other teams starting to fade here. But yeah, at that point in time, I had like six teams going in baseball, all were winning. And then, uh, the blue Jays were up two one in the ninth. I think it was two one Mm -hmm. night, a sneaky game, a sneaky game. Um, it was a runner on third. Uh, with two outs, top nine, routine ground ball to the second baseman. I think Simeon for the Blue Jays. Yeah, kind of just easily tosses it, throws it in the dirt. Uh, it's not scooped. They score the run. They tie it up, uh, and then they win. I think they win five three, in five three in extra innings. Inning. So it was just the yeah. ter- so I went from thinking I was going to win Ugh. every bet. To losing every bet on Sunday. This play is crazy because I feel like after it's fielded, any one of us can make the throw right. to win the to, to finish off the game. It wasn't not enough was made of this uh, bad beat with the Blue Jays. Yeah, if you paused uh, it there, what were the odds of him just throwing that ball away? Oh my God, it's insanity! All yes. right, Harry, Rough. jump on here. What is your betting? All right, first I just want to mention to Darren. No, I did not watch the fight, but I was on a. Uh, I was on a date, Darren. Sometimes that happens. You know, I was on a date with my lovely girlfriend during the fight, so I didn't watch it. No, that's why. Yeah. Where was the date? I want to hear. Where was it? Where'd you go? Slemmings. Oh. And 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 yes, yes, yes. I had a a gift card, yes. Before you did. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) If if anyone wants to give Harry a gift card towards pay-per-view events, maybe, maybe (laughs) he'll start watching. That's the only way. Coupons, whatever. Just send them his way. I'll take them. Uh, look on the heels of me actually winning a 50 to one bet yesterday, having Tony Finau in the golf, the Northern yeah. trust, I'm going to defer my betting this week to a friend of mine who lives in Vegas, who I've known for 20 years. Uh, he's more of a degenerate than I am. He, uh, he used to be a dealer who's been taken away in cuffs. Drug dealer? 
Uh, Noah, a blackjack dealer, oh. taken away in cuffs. Him and I have pulled many scams over the years in Vegas. Great. Uh, his name is Franco, <laughs> and I'm going to go with his. I'm going to go. He bets. He bets video poker and and uh, sports like crazy every single day. And he had some brutal, brutal bettings this week. Let me give you a couple. First off, on Thursday night, he had the over 38 and a half uh, and over 19 and a half in the New England Philadelphia game. Now, obviously, it doesn't go over 38 and a half. He loses that 35 nothing. But he had over 19 and a half in that first half. Touchdown two minutes into the game, Flacco fumbles. There's a touchdown right off the bat. So he's got over 19 and a half. He gets a touchdown two minutes in. But the kicker for New England, you didn't see it. Missed an extra point in the first half. He missed a 35-yard field goal. But the Pats punch it in with two minutes to go before half to make it 19-0. So just kick the extra point, make it 2-0 or 20-0. Belichick decides to go for two. Mac Davis, Mac, Mac, Mac Jones, a pass. Hold the, on. The I got to cut left you because no one knows who the hell this is. And, but, and also, I like my friend. This is my friend's bed ache. Like, my friend is in an uh, abusive relationship. Like, I want to talk about <laughs> uh, Harry. Also... Great, well, you won on the golf, but Brian, how long, he, you don't have a bed ache for yourself? You haven't won back-to-back games on extrapoints.com well, in like 70 days or something? You can't no, figure I, out a bed ache for yourself. You have to talk about this degenerate uh, dealer. I Well, I, listen, it gets better, though. It gets better. He loses <laughs> that because they, they go for two, and they don't make it. He had over 33 and a half in the Bryans, Raiders, Rams. 17-16 into the game, they go for two. He doesn't make it, lose that, but... On Saturday night, he had the Al- triple. How about this? A triple A betting. He had the Albuquerque Isotopes over the Las Vegas Aviators. Fell behind seven nothing in the fourth. Come back to take a nine eight lead in the eighth. He's at the game, by the way. Franco's at the game here. Las Vegas ties it in the bottom of the eighth nine nine. The Isotopes take a lead eleven nine top of ten, and then the bottom of ten. Two out, two strike, grand slam, 13-11. He, he was losing 7 nothing, Harry. And this isn't even you. Or is it you? Is this you? Just admit that it's you. It, it's not me. I'm just throwing this out there. This, from, I'm giving my buddy Franco a look. Uh, oh, is this the white rhino? He must be this very, isn't the white rhino? <laughs> well, he he did, by the way, excited. he did have over 20 and a half in the Jaguars first half last night in the land of 20. Okay. This is like all this right. is like when Harry sends me like video poker screenshots all day long, and I'm like, "Where is this coming from?" Half the time, that's our secret, half, Brian. Half the, that's our secret. Half the time, it's not even it's not even his. Oh, it so is half mine. the time. Where, yeah. It is his. The I don't know. Half, he will send me be like, "This is my buddy. My buddy hit this in video poker." His buddy, Brian. Buddy. I thought that was our secret <laughs> together, Brian. But anyway, wow. anyway, Sal, I'd love to see a picture well, of Harry's buddy. Sal, you asked, you asked, and we yeah. we probably should say Harry. Ha- Harry's now eleven forty seven and one in his last. Uh, mm. his but last he can't find a bed ache in there, Brian. He's got to look to. They all lose too early. Well, they all lose I too looked early. it up. He's he's had a winning streak more than one game twice in the last two months. That's freaking incredible. I mean, making picks every single day. That's unbelievable. Why aren't people fading him? What, what, what's going on? We had some Twitter. Everybody what, had the Astros yesterday. What Grinky do? They, they couldn't hit. Brian, what did the one guy say on Twitter? He's like, uh, that's what I get. I should put a gun to my head. What did, what did he um, say? Should have had my head examined yes. backing a Harry pick. Yep. <laughs> Wait till football, baby. Wait till football. I'm a college I'm pretty booter. sure. Does Harry's shirt say, I miss sports bets? It does. Yeah. <laughs> I miss yeah. sports bets? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I miss sports. Oh, I see. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> okay. I yeah. Well, you can't hit them. That's for sure. All right. Let's hear the music again. Meatballs. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad egg. 
It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. Um mal descomeça. Yeah, bad ache's brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Football season is about to kick off. PropSwap is here to make this your best season ever. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. The average seller on PropSwap makes over $500 a month just listing and selling tickets. Yes, right now, Justin Herbert and Matt Ryan are both 13-1 to to have the most regular season passing yards. Wait a minute, is this right? (laughs) This is my pick for the NFC South. Which player is more likely to outperform expectations this season and have value to sell on PropSwap? Well, you stepped on my pick here, PropSwap. Remember when making your bet, always go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or player so you could sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com. Download the PropSwap app. PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Yeah, the answer is Matt Ryan. I was going to save it for later, but yes, 13-1 is ridiculous. He actually went up in passing yardage last year from uh, 2019 to 20. He's always around 45, 46 5,000 yards, right in there, 36 years old. You love Brady, you should love Ryan. Not a step back in that department, the passing. And by the way, you don't need to be on a winning team, although I do think the Falcons are a winning team this year, to uh, achieve that for most yardage. Jameis Winston, what do you have, 5,200 yards? That's a winner, I think. There you go, Matt Ryan, prop swap, do it. Download the app now. Now, we switch our focus to the NFC South because we're there already. Like I said, most fascinating division. I love it. I can see anything really going on here. You had the Super Bowl champion didn't even win the division last year. Let's start with the Saints who did. Their over-under is, what is it, nine. The over is plus 110. To make the playoffs, the yes is plus 110. The no is minus 134. Another fascinating team. First season without Brees since 2005. Uh, It looks like Jameis had uh, had the good game the other day. 5109 yards passing in 2019. Obviously, the 30 picks, that's what worked against him, why he wasn't a starter last year. But I'm going to say this. That was a crappy offensive line, the more I look at it. Jameis was under siege a lot of it, was forced to throw bad passes. I'm going to give him that benefit of the doubt. He's 27 years old. He should be starting. He should be the starter, I think. Taysom was 3-1. and one. Taysom Hill is a starter. Eight touchdowns, five giveaways. Give it to Jameis. This is the only team that's won 11 or more games in the last four seasons. Um, they were 6-0 and in the division. I don't expect that to be the same. Uh, four of their first five are against teams with a losing record. That's after Green Bay. Green Bay is going to be the tough one. Breeze, Sanders gone. Jared Cook gone. That's a tough one. That's going to be a hard pill to swallow because they lost two tight ends in yesterday's game, right? Troutman and, and Varnett. Um, Kamara, 21 touchdowns, only play in history. 500 rushing and 500 receiving over those numbers in the last four years. Michael Thomas out indefinitely. And if you want to know how long it's going to be, do do a mock draft. Uh, You'll see his name pop up in the 10th or 11th round. Mm. So that's that's what we're looking at with Michael Thomas. But they had this Marquez Callaway. Where'd this guy come from, Harry? Tennessee is actually the answer, right? Two touchdowns in the preseason game. Who the hell knows what's going to be? They have the best offensive line. Yeah. In the league, Dennis Allen on the defensive side, the defensive coordinator. They have seven starters return. They draft the defensive end from Houston. They draft the linebacker from Ohio State, and they lose a bunch. Hendrickson, who had 13 and a half sacks, Malcolm Brown, Quan Alexander, Janoris Jenkins, 
bigger name than he is a, a player right there. Number one scoring defense over the last nine weeks last year. Uh, Cam Jordan, only seven and a half sacks. I think they have a ways to go with defense. In a way, I see this as a rebuilding year. I'm going to go under. I have the Saints at eight and nine. I talked about those first five. I have them losing three of them versus Green Bay and at Carolina and then at Washington. I think they're two and three. They have a tough stretch towards the end. And uh, I have them under 500, eight wins, nine losses. I don't think it'll be Jameis's fault. But again, a little bit of a rebuilding year. Offensively, it's going to be tough replacing those tight ends and Michael Thomas. And uh, defensively, I think they fall off a little bit. Uh, who else has under? Harry, you have under. Yeah, Sal, I agree with you there. Like, I like him uh, probably seven, maybe eight, but definitely under nine. The quarterback situation still up in the air. Uh, you mentioned Emmanuel Sanders is gone. They've got a lot of no-name wide receivers. Not impressed with the rest of the uh, uh, wide receiving core. Like you mentioned, the tight end situation now. Big question mark. And defensively, they're okay, but they're teething, two leading tacklers. Demario Davis is going to be 32. Malcolm Jennings, 34. Uh, yeah, I think this goes under. And I think uh, you know they're going to have to go with Winston, really, because you need Hill to still do what he did last year in terms of coming in games, surprising teams that way, because I don't think he's going to be the starting quarterback, but still under eight. Under, under nine, I think they get eight, maybe seven. All right. Uh, Parley Kid, you like him over one, only one cold game, December 14th, right? But, I, you know, I like their extra games at Tennessee, at Seattle, and Green Bay. Schedule mm. makers didn't do him much of a favor, but you like over. Yeah, so we're talking about a team that came off 12-4 uh, yeah. record from last year. Uh, Sean Payton, as we know, is um, one of the top coaches in the NFL. Uh, I, I actually think, and I've said this last year especially, but I think I've said it for a year or two, and Saints fans would probably disagree with me, but I think Breeze has been holding them back for a year or two now uh, mm -hmm. due to his lack of arm strength. Uh, and I think it, it's highlighted by the fact that without Breeze in the lineup over the last two years, they're eight and one. Uh, that, that bodes well for a team because I think that's what I think that look, if Breeze is on this team, is this, are they over? Would you go over nine? Like I think most people would be jumping on the over nine because Breeze is on the team. The Saints have been a, a, a better team without Breeze over the last two years than with him. I think Peyton secretly is excited about this. He can get the ball downfield. I think the combination of Winston and Hill will work out. I think Winston is the starter, like you're saying, Sal. He's in the prime of his career. He's a guy who has started before. He's put up big numbers. And I think Hill can supplement him uh, very well uh, doing what he's always done. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, the Michael Thomas loss hurts a lot. Their defense has been very good, uh, especially over the last half of, of the season last year. Uh, I, they're a very good home team no matter what. So going over nine at plus 110, I'm going to roll the dice with this. I think worst case, it's a push. I think the Saints get to 10 here. Uh, let's take that. Kamara, look, Kamara's one of the best running backs. Yep. We could go on and on about <clears> this team, but I, I don't see the regression. I think that that number is set at nine because Breeze isn't there, but they've been better without Breeze. So let's take the over. All right. You know, you might just want to take in the NFC over nine, probably get you the playoffs, right? So plus 110, if, you, if you're if you faced with plus 110, betting over nine or to make the playoffs, 
Maybe parlay kid. Yes. Plus Not 110 bad. is to make the playoffs. Not bad. Right yep. Because, you know, Atlanta, uh, Tampa can win 11 and you're screwed with the, sure. you know, right at nine or whatever. I like that. All right. Brother Bri, you're making a bold pick here. The exact number of wins. And by the way, Fandle has the threads. Did they have this last week? I guess they did. They have the thread wins where you could bet like, um, where is this here? Uh, regular season win bands, right? Oh, yeah, so we, if you have we talked more, about that last week. We did do this? Yeah. Okay, we did. So zero to five wins is plus 430. Six to eight is plus one. Yeah, we did. Okay. because So nine to 11 wins is plus 175. 12 to 17 is plus 430. But you're going with exact number of wins, and you say that exact number, Bri, is? Nine. So I'm going to go with nine yeah. at plus 600. Look, you know, we said 12 and four last year, the Saints were. They've actually, they've averaged 12 wins over the last four years, but I kind of agree with Parley Kidd here. Um, you know, last year at times, it looked like Breeze could barely throw the ball. I mean, just throwing the ball into the ground. But the one thing I will say that he didn't do is really turn the ball over, uh, which, was, right. which was big for them. Now you'd assume if Winston is starting the ball, he's going to push the ball downfield a lot more, which is going to probably, you know, leave them open for a lot more turnovers. But also, I mean... Looking at their wide receivers, I, I mean, it's hard to say with Callaway, Traquan Smith. Um, it's It could be tough for them. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, the line is very good, and defensively, they should be good. Um, and then their opening schedule, uh, you know, is really, really tough through week eight. It, it's really tough. But so essentially, yeah. I have them winning the last three games. Uh, to get to nine and eight. But if you put a gun to my head and said, you know, if you're asking me a gun to my head over or under, I'd probably lean under just because the schedule uh, is so tough. But I, I feel like this is a, a nine and eight, eight and nine type team. And you're I, looking at eight and eight and then at Atlanta week, uh, whatever they call this, 18. And then you got, you're looking at six to one. So you could maybe hedge. Yep. It's uh, a good scenario for you yeah, like right there. Or, or they're nine and seven and you go the other way. Yep. Uh, yeah, I have them losing three of those first five. I'm losing at Seattle, at Tennessee, at Philly. Then I have a dumb thing where I have them losing to the Jets uh, down the stretch. But eight and nine Saints. Um, I think uh, I think they get right at eight and don't make the playoffs. Now Tampa Bay, another fascinating team. Obviously, eleven and a half is their over under. The over is minus one fifty to make the playoffs. Yes is minus six fifty. No is plus four thirty. Super Bowl champs after 12 seasons of no playoffs. I think it was 17 years since they've won a playoff game before uh, that Super Bowl run. First team to win three games versus former Super Bowl MVPs in the same po postseason. Amazing. Just an incredible run. What can you say? And they return all 22 starters plus Antonio Brown. Um, I got to tell you, this Byron Leftwich, offensive coordinator, this is his third year. He has revitalized Tom Brady's career. He is... Taught Tom Brady something. No, I don't know what he's done. I can't tell what he's done. <laughs> I mean, what if you're Tom Brady and you go, all right, Byron left, which is my offensive quarterback. I think he was a co quarterback coach for a bit when he got there. But uh, either way, it's working. They add Giovanni Bernard. They add Kyle Trask, who's not expected to play, the Florida quarterback. 30-plus points in each of the last seven games. Um, Evans, Godwin, Gronk, seven or more touchdown receptions. Only other team to do that. Uh, is the Steelers, who we've been told receiving core is mediocre at best, but they were the only other team last year to have three pass catchers with seven or more touchdowns. Um, this Brady, you can't say enough about Brady, right? 47 and 17 since turning 40 parlay kid, nine and two in the playoffs, two Super Bowl wins. 
Todd Bowles, third year defensive coordinator. They had this now. If this Joe Tryon, the edge rusher from Washington, is good, their first round pick, forget it. Shut the lights. It's all over. They have four players with six or more sacks. Uh, back to back number one rush defense. And I'm still going under. I think everyone's mm. gunning for this team. What do I have them? I have them exactly at 11 wins, which is still good for a Super Bowl champ. By the way, seven years now, Brady has gone every other year winning a Super Bowl, which is interesting. I have them beating our Cowboys parlay kid. I have them losing at New England, that big game week four. I have them losing at the Rams week three, at New Orleans, at Washington, uh, at Atlanta, then a dumb game at Carolina. I guess that's a difference there for me. I think I have, so that's six losses. Um, There you go. I have them right there at 11 and six. I'm going under. Uh, Parley Kid, you have exactly 12. You had 11 like I did. And then you yeah. found another win for them this morning. Which was it? I'm, I'm curious <laughs> to know. Which was it? Well, you know, so I looked, I really looked at their schedule and, yeah. and typical. And I love Tom Brady. And I know he gets a lot of hate, to, but it does seem like he's got a favorable schedule almost every year, right? We mm-hmm. like. Oh, uh, you know, this is a Super Bowl championship team. And I really feel like the Tampa uh, Bay Bucks, after really examining their schedule, have a, 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 a pretty easy one. I could really only find uh, five losses. And again, I was grasping at straws to pick the losses for them. Mm. Uh, you know, and I'll give them the first game against the Cowboys just because I, I don't want to hype up the Cowboys in game one. But I thought at Rams, at Pats, at Saints, maybe they lose like a home game versus the Bills. And maybe they lose at Colts. Those are the only five I could really find uh, for them that I could say they could lose. Uh, so I'm going to go exactly 12 wins here at plus 500. Brady still gets the job done here. Uh, I, you know, we talk about Gronk. Gronk, I, I don't think Gronk's going to do much this year. I'm going to argue with Harry. Mm. I know he's got a prop with Gronk. But O.J. Howard is coming back right off an mm. injury. Mm. Uh, they have all these other weapons. They have a nice little mix in the backfield with Fournette and Jones. Like They kind of alternate them. Fournette was excellent in the playoffs last year. Um, they drafted a slot receiver. His name is escaping me right now. That really could surpass uh, Scotty Miller and really be another weapon uh, for uh, Brady. Their defense is fantastic. It, it took them. They had some slip ups last year, but Devin White is an outstanding young player. They have a very good mix yeah. on defense of veterans and young veterans, guys that are in like the second, third, fourth year, and only getting better at this point. Uh, they can they can rush the passer without blitzing. It's always a huge factor. I just think, yes, teams are going to be gunning for them. They are going to lose some games, but I think 12-5 and five is exactly where I had them. Take that. 12 wins plus 500 gets the job done. Plus, by the way, Bruce Arians is saying they could average 40-plus points a game. We'll Jeez. see. But it could happen. We'll see. But I like the 12 wins. It gives them some room. They're going to lose some games, but they're they're a dynamite team. They're They're fully loaded. Well, Parley, you would now, I mean, you're definitely, if you have them pegged for 12 wins exactly, you're definitely rooting against the Cowboys week one. That's an up and <laughs> No, no, no. They, they could win. still lose uh-huh. that game. Yeah. And still p- pull it All out, right? right? That, All right. That's a win. Uh, That's a win. They only have to go 11 and five. <laughs> Jalen uh, Jalen Darden, that's a wide receiver for North there, Texas. There we go. Yes, the fourth, the fourth round pick. Right. North is uh, it North? Is he from North Texas? That's what it says here. Yeah. I, yes. I yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yep. So, all right, I'm going to play devil's advocate, and I know people are stupid, and I'm stupid for saying betting against Brady or picking against Brady, but 
He's 43. It's got to fall off at some point, right? That's the best thing you could say as an anti-Bucks, uh, you know, better here. That it's got to fall off at one point, and why not this point? Um, five losses last year. You know, I don't want to diminish what he did in the playoffs because he beat three MVPs, as I said. But they beat that Washington team by one score. That was Tyler Henneke, right? Beat him 24-16 or something. They beat a very lethargic, like we're talking about, Parley Kid, Saints team that just couldn't move the ball up the field. That's really when Tampa Bay's defense, like, like stuck out, like, was as spectacular. He threw three picks against Green Bay, right? And then he beat Kansas City. I know a lot of this is all playoffs, and it doesn't matter when we're talking about over-under 11-and-a-half wins. But this... Add to the that everyone's gunning for you. I know the every other year than seven years. I don't know, brother Brian. I know I'm crazy, but I'm going under the eleven and a half here. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'm going over eleven and a half, and I know you have to lay the minus one fifty, but it, you know, and it's it's hard to say how motivated this team is going to be right out of the gate. Right. And I I know what you're saying. You know, every year seems the same thing about Brady, right? Whether you know whether or not like halfway through the season whether or not he's done, but then they all, you know, they turn it around the second half. But that being said, like the parlay kid was talking about their schedule is easy. It's like week three and four are their toughest, right? At Rams, at Mm -hmm. Pats. I have them losing at Rams there, but I think, you know, Brady just being super motivated in week four to beat Belichick at the Pats. And then, uh, you know, there's not, I mean, that's going to set a record October 3rd, right? Oh, Sunday yeah. night. That's going to uh, be, it's going to be amazing. I hope it's competitive. It's, Let it be competitive. Yeah. It's just, it's just hard to find a ton of losses, right? You know, you know, like you said, they bring their whole team back. The offensive line is great. It could be even better this year. The wide receivers are probably right. the deepest in, on any team defensively. And that was the thing in the playoffs. Defensively, they became dominant, right? That was it. Uh, at yep. times, especially, you know, and, and I would look, you know, Devin White, I'm sure defensive MVP and stuff like that's probably some good odds. Um, the only thing is, you know, I could see them not killing themselves to get the best record in the NFC. Like it didn't matter for them last year, but I do right. think it's more like, you know, 12 wins. They're just not enough tough games for me to go under the under the 11 and a half. Yeah. All right. Say what you will. I don't know mm-hmm. if the Brady love is baked into this line. Maybe it's the why the over is minus 150, Harry, but you're going over. I mean, it, it is hard to poke holes yeah. a team that won the Super Bowl and returns 22 <laughs> starters plus Antonio Brown. But um, I just thought it was a little high. What do you think? Yeah, I love the over here. Um, you guys know I love Arians. So you, you said they resigned plenty of players. Fournette's back. I mean, he, Darren, you mentioned a great point. He was great in the play. He, could, he very possibly could have been the Bucks MVP. In the whole playoff run last year, he was tremendous. Uh, yep. Gronk, uh, you know, played better than I thought he would last year. Uh, you mentioned O.J. Howard is back. Yeah, I'll see what he can do, too. But also uh, love Ronald Jones in the backfield. He's going to have probably have, uh, I think, about 900 yards this season, maybe even 1,000. And uh, probably the best two uh, linebackers on a team in Levante David. Oh, yeah, I got it right. I go. got it right, Brian. I got it right. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I mean, Damn. That's how you know this Damn. defense is good. Last year at this time, Harry, <laughs> I mean, nobody knew. David Levante. <laughs> 257 combined tackles. I wouldn't say field. nobody knew. Yeah. Right, and, we're good. Yeah. yeah. And Shaq Barrett, 27 and a half sacks his last two seasons. People forget about him. Uh, and and again, Andre, uh, Antonio Brown hooking up with Brady for a whole season. Over 11 and a half. I think they can get 15. All right. There you go. 15. 15 wins. All right. Yeah. Well, so let's look at that then. So what is the, um, 
I mean, because there are odds for uh, best. So what is this in season specials on Fandle team with the you best can... regular season record is six to one Tampa Bay Bucks. Mm. Do it, Harry. Well, Fifteen would get I'm you just... the would get you that. Just well, like, yeah, yeah, I think that's the way. That would be the way to go because I think over yeah. fourteen and a half wasn't as. Oh, with those. Oh, with my they new favorite the, thing with the, the with the things. The adjusted yeah. win totals, but look, look, I could just check. Right, right, right. Well, hold on. Let's check the regular season win bands, which is fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, twelve to seventeen. That's all they have. It bracketed yeah. off at minus one thirty. Oh, twelve uh, to seventeen minus one thirty. Uh, over fourteen and a half is is uh, five to one. So. Plus is five to one. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So best record would be six to one. Fifteen gets you that if that's. Truly what you believe in. All right, Atlanta Falcons. Every single year, I love this team. I love them, and I love the Broncos. I think I laid off the Broncos this year. Uh, Falcons over under is seven and a half. The over is minus 135. The yes for the playoffs is two to one. The no is minus 250. This is my wildest swing of all 32 teams. Arthur Smith, I think he's going to be good. I really do. He comes from Tennessee. I, they were four and twelve last year. They're twenty-eight and thirty-six since they lost. They lost. Did they lose that game? They lost that game to the Patriots. Twenty-eight <laughs> and thirty-six. Uh, new offensive coordinator Dave Ragone. They add Mike Davis. Gigantic thighs, Harry. Um, mm. From Carolina, filling in for McCaffrey at over a thousand yards and mm. eight touchdowns. They had Kyle Pitts, tight end, Florida, supposed to be a once in a generation player. Obviously, they lose Julio. I don't think it's that big a loss for this offense. They lose Alex Mack to. Uh, the aging Alex Mack. Arthur Smith is calling the plays. They've been a top five offense the last three years. Matt Ryan, 10 years in a row. Uh, I'm sorry, 10 plus seasons with 4,000 yards or more. Uh, he led in completions with 407 and pass attempts with 626 last year. I don't think this passing game slows down a bit without Julio Jones. Ridley had 1374. Justin Gage, what's this, his third or fourth year? I mentioned Kyle Pitts. Look, I think there's going to be teams, three or four teams, like the Cowboys, the Falcons, and, you know, the Titans. Teams are going to have to outsling it, right? Like, this, their defense isn't great. I know the Titans and Cowboys made improvements. Falcons barely made improvements. But I think they're going to be up there. They're going to be an exciting team. And they're going to win a lot of games. Dean Pease is their defensive coordinator. Um, they drafted a safety, a second-round pick from UCF. They lose Keanu Neal to the Cowboys. Ricardo Allen, Casey, they lose all these safeties, but who cares? They allow 400 yards a game. Uh, Grady Jarrett's a good player. Deion uh, James is a good player on defense. (laughs) Mm. Am I stretching? Maybe a little bit, but I think this Falcons team wins the division at 12 Mm. and 5. 12 Mm. and 5, I'm going over, Mm. and you three are going under. No, Harry, you're going over too, but you don't think 12 and 5 by any stretch. I have them winning some crazy games. Wow. I have them splitting wow. with Tampa. Um, their losses at New Orleans, at Tampa, at Carolina, at San Francisco. And where else was my other loss? I don't know. Oh, and at Miami. Good, Harry. Not 12 and 5, you don't think. But what do you think? 8 9, 9 and 8? Yeah, not 12 and 5, but maybe 9. Maybe 9. I think, Sal, I agree with you here, too. Maybe the Jones uh, trade will be a good thing for Atlanta. I think Ryan always looked like he had to. Get Jones' passes a lot of times. I think it took a little bit away from the offense. Uh, yeah, Ridley and and Pitts, this could be one heck of a uh, of a receiving core here. I think those guys maybe could get 2,500 yards combined this season if the Atlanta offense is what it is. 
uh, running back by committee, it sort of seems. I, it'd be nice to see them have a little bit more of a running game as a team. They haven't had it since Devontae Freeman really a couple of years ago. But, Sal, this team isn't as bad as they were last year, as the record indicated. Lost eight games, eight yep. games by seven points or less. Blew a lot of games late. Them and the Chargers are notorious for that. But still, I think Atlanta gets over seven and a half. I think they can get to nine. There you go. All right. Harry's a believer in the Dirty Birds, Falcons. Yeah, they have, you know, the schedule makers did them a little bit of a favor. That's what happens when you're terrible. Jacksonville's an extra game. Detroit's an extra game. They play the Jets in London. The Scully boys are going under. Let's start with you, Parlay Kid. Shame on you two, gentlemen. <laughs> Shame. Like, really, guys, we have cursed this team. That's your team. team, Darren. That's your uh, team. We have cursed this team for basically two or three straight years. Oh, at least. Every year we're on this Falcons bandwagon. Every single year. Mm-hmm. And you guys decide to jump on again? Yeah. Darren, like, bite, Darren, what, Darren, what are you guys Darren. thinking? I, I, this, this one is really boggles my mind that you guys would do this. Uh, I, I... I'm shocked. I'm, I'm really quite frankly shocked when I saw that you guys were going over. I, I could not believe because Harry, especially you, I know. you know how many times uh, you text me saying F Matt Ryan. He is the worst. He is the absolute worst. I will never bet on this team again. We we sit here and say that, that all Bears the time. Game, that so Bears game again, last year was the worst. I got that suspended for my sharp tank bets for basically you have said you would never bet on Matt Ryan again. I don't. Where's mm. your suspension right now? <laughs> Where is the suspension? <laughs> Did you say that, because Harry? I, I, I may this have. Is this is happens all the time. The worst. I, I cannot believe this. Look, we're, we're Matt Ryan, uh, we, we're going to talk because I got an under prop for him later, too. Wow. So, But mm. I just don't see him as a winning quarterback. Look, his numbers are always good. He plays in every game. I think this is the year where, jeez, I, I, if the Falcons had a backup quarterback, I definitely think at some point we're going to see Matt Ryan get pulled. Wow. But that backup quarterback situation, is absolutely brutal. They got a journeyman running back in Mike Davis, who is okay for Carolina. We're going to overrate him a little bit. He averaged 3.9 yards per carry for Carolina last year. He's not fantastic. They lost Julio Jones. Yes, you have Pitts. That replaces him. Uh, But you really don't have – all right, so you got Ridley Pitts. Gage is your third best option. I'm not buying it here for Mm. the Falcons. The last time Ryan was actually – the Falcons won is they were able to run the ball – the offensive line is still a bit of a mess. The defense has not really greatly improved at all. And this is a team that their free agent acquisitions were very, very lacking. Yeah. They were lacking. Mm. All right. One of their top free agent acquisitions uh, was Barcavius Mingo, who obviously we know his issues. So what have they really done? I do like the coaching change. I think Arthur Smith uh, is going to be very good uh, uh, for them. Um but their and their offensive coordinator, Sal. You know who he's been the court, uh, the coach for the last three or four years. Wait, which uh, the Chicago Ragone? Bears? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave Ragone's been running that offense in Chicago. So what is there to like about this team? Let's take the under seven right. at plus <laughs> plus uh, one fifteen. It makes a compelling case. I might move it from 12 wins to 11. <laughs> might, that's how, uh-uh. that's how but strong Brian, it was. But, yeah. but Brian, what you make the over-under. By what week does Parlay Kid send us a parlay with the Falcons on the money? Well, line? we all do uh, it. Well, that's a big favorite. You know, we all do it, and that's the frustrating thing. Although I'll say it's usually, you know, and then it becomes the opposite, right? Then you go against them, 
they're a big underdog and then they upset the Saints or some shit yeah, like eight that. Yeah, 8-1 score yeah. games they lost by. They were terrible in the red zone. So I think a guy like Pitts takes care of that. You know, Matt Ryan, somehow he's one of the most underrated players statistically in the league right now. But... I get why people like him under. I don't he's get why so I like immobile. Wins, he's got you gotta be able to make plays with your feet in this league yeah. right now. And he just doesn't do it when he All has right. to well, do Brady it. Brady doesn't either, but I, I know what you're saying. I like if I'm going from <laughs> four and twelve to twelve and five. So that's a, that's a, I'm the lunatic here. I I get it. Uh, Bri, you like the under also. Yeah, I mean, I love the under. Yeah, and it's it's <laughs> it's funny that, yeah, it's funny because Atlanta is the one team that screws all of us. But, you know, you again, all right, you have to love Ridley. You have to love Pitts. But this team has underperformed at least the last three years, right? Seven and nine, seven and nine, four and 12. I just yeah. really don't see where they got better. They have one of the worst offensive lines in football. They allowed 40-plus sacks last year, although a lot of that, like Parley Kidd said, has, has to do with Matt Ryan just being immobile. They were the second worst rushing team in the NFL, averaging 3.7 yards per carry. So what do they do? They bring in Mike Davis, who only averaged 3.8 yards a carry. So they didn't make a ton of upgrades there. They were the worst team in the NFL last year against the pass, although I guess defensively you could say as the year got went along, they got a little bit better. And this is the thing. Out of the 17 games, they only have seven home games this season. So it's weird. Yeah. Seven home we'll games out Jets. of 10, right? So their schedule... Look, your ske- the schedule, and again, this is what you're banking on, schedule is not impossible, but they have to start well in those first five or six, Philly at Tampa at Giants, Washington, and then that Jets game. Four in, and one, baby. In London, but that's kind of what they have to be, and I, I it's just yeah. not a lot to like, and and I, I myself am not a big Matt Ryan fan, so um, All right. a lot of I, I'm sure betting, I, but. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not when it comes down to it. And not big Matt, right? I, I just, I put it all together. I put W's next to everything. <laughs> I like this Falcons team, but Parley Kid, what, what is one of the cures for an immobile quarterback? I mean, Derek a Carr. A good line. A good line. All right. But also a tight end, a massive tight end. I, maybe I'm expecting too much out of Pitts, but Derek Carr was, you know, he's okay without Wallet, right? And, and now, like, you look at his numbers. Uh, he's a, he's a team. That's a team that could win. 10 or 11 games just with that combination if it gets going. Maybe I'm just uh, putting too much emphasis on this with the Super Bowl champ in the division. I still have them 12 and 5. Do we have another team left? All right, so now we're going to now we get to yell at Harry. I get the <laughs> I get it taken off of me a little bit. Carolina Panthers over under is 7 and a half. Uh the over is even to make the playoffs. Yes is plus 270. No is minus 370. I'm going under here. What do I have them? I have them at six wins, six and 11. Matt Rule is his second year. He lost nine of his last 11 to finish five and 11. A losing record in three straight seasons for this team. Another team with eight losses by one score. Um, One in five against the NFC South. Joe Brady runs the offense. Plus Sam Darnold. Plus Terrace Marshall, the second uh, round pick. Wide receiver over at LSU. They lose Teddy Two Gloves. They lose Curtis Samuel. Uh, I'm not going to go into Darnold's bad numbers because I know Harry's going to have a field day with this. But out of the among starters over the last three seasons, 59.8 is the worst completion percentage. And he had the worst passer rating. Mm-hmm. They had McCaffrey who missed 13 games. Like I said, Davis stepped in there. Darnold, the one thing that's uh, he's 23 years old still, right? That that's if you like him at all, that's that's the thing that's going. All these guys are getting drafted or older than Sam Darnold somehow. Uh, you got DJ Moore, 1193 receiving. Robbie Anderson, 1096 receiving. 
The defense, uh, they they get Hassan Reddick. There you go, Harry. Syracuse guy, right? Am I right? Mm-hmm. With Linebacker? Yeah, A.J. Bouye. Um, J.C. Horn was a first-round pick out of South Carolina. So the secondary could be okay. They went from 31st to 18th last year, from 19 to 20 in a, in a defensively. Um, Jeremy Chin, 116 tackles to lead all rookies. I still only see six wins. I see them beating the Jets and shutting Harry up for a minute. But then it's a lot of losses the rest of the way. I have them losing actually at Houston and at Dallas and at Atlanta and at Arizona and Washington and at Miami and at Buffalo and then losing the last two at New Orleans and Tampa Bay. I'm going six and 11. Harry, go ahead. Take it away. We know there was no way in hell you were betting them over. No, I'm going under. I'm going under seven and a half. And I actually can't understand Matt Rule. Just like Sam Darnold gets to the Panthers and he doesn't even have to challenge for the starting job. He's automatically giving it. I think at the wrong quarterback starting anyways. I, I'm, I think P.J. Walker is better than him. P.J. Walker is better than Sam Darnold. He should be the starting quarterback. At least should have been able to challenge for this. Why is but, he better? What is? What have you seen oh, from P.J. Walker? Let's see. Sam Darnold. No, well, uh, well, why is P.J. Walker way, better than Sam Darnold? Why is P.J. Walker better? Done more in his professional career than Sam Darnold has. Okay. Oh, in that other league, he was the MVP, Darren. He was okay. the MVP. When's, yeah. when's Sam Darnold ever been MVP? Listen, I'll tell you this also. Okay. Listen, okay. okay uh, a little tidbit about, by the way, uh, the Jets are going to beat uh, Carolina you in week hope one. So. Zach you better Will- hope so. Took two games for Zach Wilson to throw two touchdown passes. How much, it took oh, Sam Darnold on. about 20. He does look and good. Speaking of touchdown passes, good. in the career, in the career of Sam Darnold, he has three, three touchdown passing games in three years. Two of them were in garbage time. Josh Allen has eight in three years. And even Daniel Jones has three in two years. All of his passes are underneath. He's afraid to go downfield. He can't read secondaries. It's going to hurt McCaffrey's numbers. His running attack is not going to be what it was, and he's got to stay healthy as well. Defensively, they just had seven picks last year. That's 30th in the league under. I do like J.C. Horn. It's Defensive Player of the Year. He's going to have a great season, but that's going to be it. Defensively, Carolina, three wins. Three wins. Wow. All right, Harry. So on the on the high end, you like oh, Tampa for 15, and, so you should take them I, for – Right. right. And let me add this though. Last nine games, last nine games. I know it's a long stretcher, but listen to this. New England, Arizona, Washington, Miami, Atlanta, Buffalo, Tampa Bay. Yeah, they're going to be Tampa Bay. Yeah, they're going to be bad. All right. Good night, Sammy Good night, Sammy D. All unders for Sam Darnold. I expect you to take uh, Carolina with the worst record. 18 to one. You'll get 18 to one for Carolina with the worst record. Bang on them to, to not make the playoffs. Why not? Minus 370. Um, all right. But Brother Bry, uh, you agree with Harry at under seven and a half. Yeah. Also, there's under four and a half at plus 340. Harry might like. Um, mm. look, Liking it. Liking look, it. I, I do like Matt Rule. I like some pieces of this team. Defensively, they could significantly improve, you know, between Horn and Brown the last two years. Um, and skill-wise, they could be fun. This is a tough one because it's like I'm rooting for Sam Darnold to succeed, mostly because how much Harry hates him. Um, I feel like, Brian, we're rooting for the Panthers again. against the Vikings more than we're rooting for our own teams. <laughs> yeah. Again, Darren, Brian, Brian, no, no, Brian, I don't hate Sam Darnold. No, you hate him. I just oh, think yeah, that right. he's totally stinks as a quarterback, and no, oh, and I'm the only one who really well, sees it. He's I'll, terrible. I'll give Harry credit with one thing. Harry's been saying it since he came out of college. I will say he's been saying how terrible. Before that. Yeah, well, yeah, when he was in college, yeah. 
He was yeah. a high interception yeah. guy out of college to, to be drafted fumbles for too. sure. Yeah. All right. But look, but they got a what they got it for a sixth and a fourth rounder. Like, yeah. All right, what, what are you going to do? Yeah. This, they, where's this team going? It's worth it. It's look, a wasted season. Well, it's a wasted season well, for look, your fans. They have a they have a big variable this team, right? So maybe you do bet. You know, maybe you do bet the adjusted under. You bet the adjusted over, right? If he's good, it's gonna. Mm-hmm. If he's good, it's gonna be over. If he's bad, it's definitely gonna be under. Like I'm not totally siding with Harry here, but I tend to think he, you know, he does really turn the ball over a little bit too much to win consistently for the Panthers. Bad decisions. Um, So if you look at the schedule though, it's all there for him to be successful, right? So every game, this is the funny thing about this Panthers. We all, we don't, well, the three of us have the under, but every game on their schedule up until week 15 is a winnable game as crazy as Mm -hmm. it sounds, right? It's they're winnable games. They're also losable games, but I do think they lose five of the last six when I'm looking at their schedule. So which would make them have to be like seven and four over their first 11 games. Um, probably too, you know, I, I don't know. I think their line is bad. There's, there's just too many things with this team, too many question marks. There's some good pieces in here, but still too many question marks to take this over. Well, Parley kid, if like you said, some of these guys have trouble in the red zone or throwing the, you know, the long pass. And if Harry's right and Sam Darnold can't throw the ball deep, is afraid to throw deep. Is there any player in the league you'd rather have on your team than Christian McCaffrey to bail you out? Like, right. right. Yeah. I, I think uh, what they have, I'm going to, I'm taking the over here, Sal, right? Yeah. So I was on the under and then I'm, I'm kind of looking at this Panthers roster and the way it's uh, built. And I'm pretty impressed. So Chubba I'm take Hubbard, the over. Harry, Chubba Hubbard, He's a backup yeah. running back. Yeah, yeah look, I, so I, I agree with you. I I do think the weapons they have with Anderson, uh, uh, with Moore, and now with uh, Marshall, the uh, rookie receiver mm-hmm. from LSU, which I think was a really nice acquisition for them. Uh, they can stretch the ball downfield, and I think Darnold will be able to throw the ball downfield more than he was able to do with the Jets. And if he can't, how many times is he going to hit McCaffrey out of the backfield? Right. I think this is a this offense is set up for success. You have two very good offensive guys here with Coach Rule and Coach Brady uh, running that offense. Uh, I, I entrust them with. I think these guys are going to make Darnold good, even if he's not that good. He's they're going to make him a very productive quarterback in the NFL. I do, I like what they did on defense. They had some excellent free agent acquisitions, starting with Hassan Reddick mm-hmm. uh, as a, as an edge rusher for them, uh, and he highlights what really is a, a solid additions across the board, free agent wise. Horn was a great uh, a, a, a pickup in the draft. Again, like I already mentioned, Marshall, the receiver out of LSU, they've really improved. They've really improved. I think there's something good brewing here in Carolina. And I think it's good. Look, are they going to struggle? Maybe this is just me really rooting for them to go over seven and a half here. But <laughs> you're I, out of I, your I, mind. I, I want to change my mind too now, Farley. I, I really no. I I I you're out look. Of your I mind, like TPK. I said, I changed it. I think this is a team that's on the rise, mm-hmm. and I think a lot has to do yeah. with their coaching staff, which I personally like. And the coaching has a lot to do here in the NFL. I think they're going to get Darnold right. He's young. Not how many twenty-three-year-old quarterbacks have started like as many games That's all as Darnold started. Yeah. I mean, he's, I, he's many, had like fifty career starts or whatever it 20, is. How many twenty-three-year-old quarterbacks uh, that were drafted number three overall were, were traded after three years or let go or released? There there's, there's been a lot worse bust than Sam Darnold at the age of twenty-three. At uh, quarterback, 
He was seven uh, and were, six two high. years that, ago that for the Jets. Rated, he were, was seven and six. That high? He had a yeah. winning record with the Jets two years ago. Yep. Okay, it's he seven did. and six when he was like twenty-one years old for crying out loud. Um, Look, the only way this, this works out for Adam Gase is if Darnold sucks and if and if Zach Wilson sucks, right? Like it's it's not going to mm-hmm. be good for him, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, however, we look at it. It's, I, mean, I feel like I feel like it's amazing how this first game. Who yeah. thought the the at least for it. us four here that this Panthers Jets game <laughs> would be so compelling in Week One? Make like, it the Monday night so game. Compelling. I'm sorry, Brian. I'd much rather see that. Than oh, it's going to be great. I mean, I do think, like, it's funny because I've I've loved Wilson for a while here, so it kind of sucks that week one game because I'm also rooting for Wilson. But yeah. I, I do feel like me, you, and Parley Kid have to put a lot. We, we might have, have to, to do lot, something live for that game, We might have to do something live, like, yeah. first that. score for that game. Screw that. Plus, We Darren, might have to do think, something Darren, live for that game. Darren, if Darnold can't make those throws downfield, let's say he can't. Let's say I'm dead on. They're going to totally key on McCaffrey. Plus, he was injured last year. McCaffrey's not going to get shut down if they know they can't pass the ball downfield until it's garbage time when they're already down 24. Mm. Here's the thing. Tampa's not going <laughs> to. Tampa's, Bingo! Uh, Tampa's Bingo! not going to go. Tampa's <laughs> going to win around 11, 12, 13 games, right? New Orleans is not going to go 4 and 13. So you got to find wins somewhere else if you're going to. Uh, it's a tough division. It's really hard. Now. Maybe if someone was uh, idiotic and gave Atlanta 12 wins, they can maybe scratch <laughs> off one of those wins and give them to the Panthers. But I'm not going to do so. They can't wait till when P.J. Walker comes in week three and lights it up for Carolina. Well, I know. Like, well, it's funny. Three of the four of us are on the under, but damn, it sucks. I, I know. It really know. sucks. I know. I want to change my mind. I do. Well, we have to do. Yeah, the three of us have to bet a lot on the Panthers, even if we don't like them. For sure. Want. And Harry has to bet a lot on the Jets. For sure. Um, all right. Uh, for the division, it seems clear. Parley Kid, Harry, Brother Bry, you're going with Tampa, minus 185. New Orleans is plus 330. I'm the idiot. I'm taking Atlanta at 7-1 to one odds. Uh, Carolina's plus 950. Now, you have those things where uh, Fendel also has where you're going to finish, right? Let me find this. Exact. Now, that's exact regular season wins. Uh, right? The, the, is it not up yet? Right? Alternate wins. I like... What I'm trying to say is Tampa Bay to, well, there's a couple ways to do this. Tampa to make the wild card. They have wild card uh, odds up now. Tampa to make the wild card is plus 340. And they had Tampa to come in second. Did they take down exact um, no, they, finish? No, they have it. So what do you want, Sal? Well, just Tampa to come in second. Uh, Tampa to come in second is plus 260. Okay, so to make the to get a wild card plus 340 is a better bet. but. Um, do you guys see a wild card team? I know you guys like Tampa. Do you see a wild card team in the uh in the division? Saints. Here? Saints. Saints is plus nah. two sixty. Maybe Falcons. Harry Falcons plus three forty. Yeah. So I would go. I'm going Falcons to win mm. the division and to make the wild card <laughs> a plus three forty. Brian, you mm. think it's just Tampa and uh yeah, just else, Tampa. Right? If I was doing the exact finishing order, I'd probably take the Falcons coming in fourth at plus one seventy. Wow. At what? Plus one seventy to come in fourth. <laughs> This is going to be a fun division. <laughs> I like these wild card odds, though. I really do. Like, uh, especially in the AFC, where you can get a team with. Uh, I went over this on extra points. A team like the Patriots. What's their over under for wins? Nine. Is it nine? So, all right, don't play with that. If you think they're going to, by the way, I have a bunch of teams that with nine wins in the AFC. Could be, could be enough. I know everyone loves this conference. Nine could be enough to get one of the spots there. 
Pats are plus 320. You figure out that AFC North, whoever you like or don't like, Browns, two to one, Ravens, two to one. Lots of, uh, or even the Steelers who were eight and a half. If you like them over eight and a half, they're four to one. So check out those uh, wild card numbers. They also sell, if I could mention on FanDuel now, they also have where you can, uh, you can, the popular parlays on the regular season wins. I saw that. You can parlay, like say, for example, Bills Buccaneers, each over 11 and a half regular season wins, plus 230. I love it. I love it. Texas Lions, each under four and a half regular season wins, plus 250, right? That's um, great. What is this a, under? Cool is this under specials? Season no, right specials? under win totals. If you go what's right to win totals on FanDuel. Oh, what's wow. Dallas and so right Carolina to, it's under? the first thing right above Shut win totals, like right on the I win totals now. now. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I kind of. What do you think about this? And we'll talk about the Seahawks, but I, Packers, Cow- well, you don't like the Saints, but if you like the Saints, Packers, Cowboys, Saints, Seahawks, over nine and a half regular season wins, plus 1,100. Mm, not a bad, not a bad mm. roll of the dice right there. You know what? As as it, it, a little less of a pay payday there, but Chargers, Cowboys, Pats, each over nine and a half is plus seven fifty. That's fun too. Yeah, there's some fun ones in there. There's yeah. some fun ones. So check All those right, out. Check it out, Fandle. All right, let's give our, our player props. And again, uh, this came up during our prop swap read. But Matt Ryan, most passing yards, thirteen to one. Like I said, he's always around 4566. 5, 49-24, those were his last three years. Again, this is not even if you don't think that they're going to win 12 games like me, and shame on you if that's your, you're just not paying attention if that's your take. Uh, even if you think they're a losing team, they could he could easily be up there week 16. And then you're looking at 13-1 to odds, and a guy who's right in there takes some injuries from the top guys, Rodgers or Mahomes, and all of a sudden, Matt Ryan could be in the lead 13-1. to Parley Kid, you are going dead opposite of that. Well, yeah, I'm taking this, uh, the under prop here for Matt Ryan passing yards under 4,550 and a half I yards. I like that too. I think he's going to win the passing yard title <laughs> with, four, with <laughs> 2,800 yards. No, go ahead. Well, yeah, well, we've always talked about the unders, right? So uh, the only way Ryan goes over this is if he's healthy, which he normally does play a full contingent of games. Right. I think that streak's coming to an end for him. Plus, Here's the thing, Sal, and it kind of it goes against what you are saying and goes against what I said before, but when the Falcons, the last time they were good, Ryan went well under this number mm-hmm. because they were more able to effectively run the ball. So I'm not, I don't think they're going to be able to effectively run the ball. I just think uh, this is a high total for a guy that is aging. His mobility is a question. I, I just think he's going to take too many hits this year and eventually he's going to miss games. So I'm taking the under. The, the right. way it goes over is if the Falcons are bad to me. They're bad, and he's just throwing the ball all over the place mm-hmm. like he normally does, and he puts up his, hey, look at my stat type of things. Yeah, it's going to look pretty good. But uh, I think I just don't think he plays in all 17 games. I think he'll be lucky. I think he's just going to get hit a lot this year. He's getting older. Um, I think his time is coming to an end. Let's take the under minus uh, what is it? Over under four thousand five hundred and fifty point five yards. Minus one. Easily, I think it's going on. Easy, easy one. All right, easy one. Uh, yeah, I like. I should have done the red, uh, the like the 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 player who's won this award, not this award, but whoever's thrown for the most passing yards. What the team's record's been? I mean, Winston had it right. Fifty. I know Big Ben had it. I don't know if that was a nine or ten win team, but. 
Jameis obviously had 5,100 yards. Uh, it'd be uh, interesting to look back. Is this a little like, does Matt Stafford win this award? I'll have to uh, check. I should have checked ahead of time. All right. Brother Bry, McCaffrey under. Yeah, I'm going to go McCaffrey under 1,200 and a half rushing yards. Look, it's hard to say what the Panthers will get from McCaffrey running the ball this year. I think, you know, I mean, if he's healthy, I think we can expect probably close to 1,000 yards receiving. But two things, mm-hmm. right? Their line their line really may stink. It, 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 there's a possibility it's the, the worst in football, potentially. And I know last year he only averaged, in the three games he played, he only averaged 3.8 yards a carry. So is he going to get the ball after this injury? 300 times or are they going to be a little conservative with him you know get him the ball out of the backfield a little bit more but maybe you know not running as much i think one of the reasons they brought in hubbard was to take pressure off of mccaffrey and i do like hubbard a lot um Mm -hmm. so i think just 1200 i think for him you know his his high is about 1350 two years ago so i know you get the extra game but i think that you know i think they might want to limit his his rushing totals to like 250, 260 carries this year. So I'm going to say under 1,200 and a half rushing. And that's even if he stays healthy. It's a lot. It's a lot for a guy who missed 13 games. All right, Harry, I assume you're going Sam Darnold under, right? This is just a waste of time. (laughs) Well, not really because, I mean, they're so easy easy that I'm going to go something else because I'm not going to bore you with any more Sam Darnold stats or anything like that um, or fill your head with knowledge about them. But regardless Mm. of that, I'm going to take something else. I'm the leader of the Tampa Bay bandwagon. Uh, I'm going to roll with them. Brady's been fantastic. Gronk, I'm taking over 475 and a half receiving yards. Look, he had sit. I thought no way in earth, even with sitting games at the end, Gronk would no way last year play all 16 games. He played every that game. That was ridiculous. Had, that is one right. of the more exactly. underrated things. And by the way, I had under five and a half receiving. That was one of my few unders that lost with the older players. And he, I think he had four receiving touchdowns going into week 16 mm-hmm. or something at two the rest of the way. Right. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, 32 years old looks in shape. So, so in shape, he looks fantastic. Like I said, th- 623 yards last year on 45 catches. This is going to be his 11th season in the NFL. And regardless of injuries he's had, whatever, he still has had 540 yards or more in every single season. So he needs 476 to win this bet. Darren, you mentioned earlier, OJ Howard back. Yeah, but he's back from injury. He's underachieved, actually, since he's been with Tampa Bay. So I'm not sure how much Brady's going to look his way. I'm rolling with Gronk. He looks great. I'm going over 475 and a half receiving yards. All right. I don't like that. I mean, he doesn't have to. They have so many. Weapons. Doesn't have to. He didn't he have to didn't last have to. year. Right. He didn't have to last year. So so much going on there. Uh, and I think it's, I mean, how many games do you think he plays? Uh, that That's what I want to bet. I mean, after a 17-game season or 16 games, how many, what, what would you guys say? 11 and a half, 12. Right. That's hey, right. I don't know how many games is he going to play. Yeah. Um, if, what if they have a, what if they have a crazy streak? What if they're like the Steelers? They're 11 and 0. He's going to mm-hmm. want to be a part of it. He's going to be involved. All right. There you go. Well, those are our NFC South picks. Uh, it's a polarizing division, Parley Kid. It really is. It sure you know, is. It really throws. is. It's a fun one to go it re- over. It really is. Yeah. There you can go. Can we get, can we get, can we get uh, Nance and Romo to do some NFC South games for once? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know that it's uh, exactly up to them when it comes to that. But yeah, uh, what are you I talking about? A of little. course, they'll do Tampa Bay games. What do you mean? Uh, I mean, if, I don't it, know, if they they're on the road, if it's a CBS game, uh, that that I think is the the big hurdle there because they had they do AFC and not NFC. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sometimes sometimes they cross over. I know, I know. It's a little more now than uh, than normal. Mm-hmm. Hey, 
Add a little excitement to your golf watching experience, speaking of Nance and Romo, by betting on all the action, FanDuel Sportsbook. There's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Their app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets. And if you win, and you will win, they make it so hard to lose. You get paid in as little as 24 hours. Yes, live betting, easy to place your bet fast during a game, see a trend you like. Right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet Risk-free up to $1,000. Just place a bet on any game, and FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back if you don't win your first bet. No strings attached. You win, you keep the cash, you lose, you get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. BMW Championship. Harry, you guys, by the way, uh, Harry alluded to it. He hit on a 50-1. to When did you take uh, Finau? I bet it like on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. On Tuesday, and he was 50-1. to And Parley Kid, you had him too, right? Yeah, I had him. I think I got him after the first day, though, Sal. So the odds weren't, uh, you know, as good as what Harry had him at. But uh, it was he came in through. He came in as a winner for me. So good nice job by you guys. By Tony, only his mm-hmm. second uh, career win, right? That was isn't uh, that weird. He's got that mm-hmm. look like he um could, could just go crazy at any point and just start <laughs> killing everybody. <laughs> I, I say that as a compliment. He just like looks no. like he really wants to wield that club. And not towards a ball, I think, a lot of times. But, uh, hey, I like the Monday we talked about. It. I like the, that it was delayed. I don't like that, you know, it's a, a hurricane and people are struggling. Cool, though. But th- that was fun, wasn't it? Uh, on a Monday, oh, yeah. you know, checking in at 3 o'clock uh, Eastern or Pacific and still going on. That was very nice. cool. I know the networks yeah. didn't love it. But uh, there you go. BMW Championship. Anyone got a pick for BMW Championship? Harry, I know you're all over it. I like uh, Alexander and I like Colin Morikawa. All right. Parley Kid. Red hot with the golf. Yeah. No um, you know, I, I like, I, I'm going to, I'll roll with, uh, Justin Thomas, okay. um, who I also Good had last week as well. Yep. And I thought he finished strong. He had a, a couple bad holes, which did him in throughout the tournament. He did. Uh, mm-hmm. and, um, I just actually sent Harry I, and I'll roll with, uh, I'll roll with Bryson. I meant Bryson. I thought he had a, a solid week of, mm-hmm. uh, of play. And, um, I'll go with Bryson and um and Can't believe Parlay Kid, Kid's not going with this guy, Morikawa. I can't believe it. Yeah, that. you were a little surprised at that, Harry. Yeah. But uh yeah, yeah like, uh, JT's due for a win here. I think Thomas is due for a win. He's been playing mm. some much better golf his last couple uh tournaments. So I think he gets one here. I mm-hmm. think he's 18 to 1 now or something like that. Bryson is like 28 to 1. I believe. All right. Well. There you go. Ooh. Whatever you do, whoever you bet, do it all on FanDuel. Uh, download the app. Now, yeah, I'm looking now. Rom is plus 650. Thomas is 18 to 1. Morikawa, 20 to 1. Who else did you say? DeChambeau. Uh, What's Bryson? DeChambeau. Where is he? 20, he fall? Oh, 22. 20, 22 to 1. Yep. Okay. It's 22. 22. Okay. There you go. Yeah, this all is a, right. we- a weird field, right? Because this the second the second leader Down is to, 18 to 1. Usually yeah. it's not that high. Down to the top 70 players. Yeah. If you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started. Be sure to sign up with promo code against all odds so they know we sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code against all odds. You can put in your golf bets and you can put in these guys, Sharp Tank bets. They put their heads together actually separately and came up with their best bets for early on in the week. Like I said, you can catch all their picks on extrapoints.com. These are extras and this is extra special because Parley Kid is back. After suspension, three weeks, he is coming strong with baseball tonight. What do you got, PK? Yeah, well, look, those three weeks, I would have probably been 6-0 and in my sharp tank picks. 
Um, so oh, stop. What, what, that's so unfortunate. But, <laughs> uh, you know, so, <laughs> uh, you know, well, actually, you know, it's funny. I, one of our listeners a couple weeks ago um, commented that they loved when uh, when Harry tried to say something funny and I would interrupt him. They thought that was very funny. Yeah. When uh, did that happen? And uh, I've been waiting yeah, well. now six straight episodes <laughs> for Harry to say something funny to uh, interrupt him. It hasn't happened. So, <laughs> Don't hold your so breath. So sorry. Sorry yeah. to our listeners. So not that. true, Joel. Joel, uh, so not true. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, uh, yeah, and, and congratulations to Harry for not coughing uh, throughout this episode. You know, I was yes. going to say you, that. Harry. I did it. Very, I did it. Very much. Uh, well, we he don't know it. that because he goes on mute. And so here's yeah. the thing. That's what happens, right? He mutes he right. mutes, he mutes it on the, on this on recording, Zoom. but on the Tascam, right. yes. it's still picking everything up, the oh, phlegm yeah. and everything. We use our recorded device, uh, the audio from that, yeah. for the actual podcast that you're listening to. Harry wants to commend himself for muting himself on the video part of it, which people don't hear, obviously. Harry, by the way, has got my whole family sick. The kids... But, but my oh, youngest Harrison, who was hanging all over him last week, has now been tested three times for COVID because he has this crazy cough that oh, Harry brings with him. Does he really? He does. He has a terrible cough. Well, it's what wakes us up every morning. Uh, I'm um, sorry. I, I blame Ken. You know what? COVID thing Harry free, though, does? right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. He he tested negative. That guy, but uh, <laughs> and he can go to school and everything. But um, he has to go <laughs> one more today. But. Another thing Harry does is went for a walk. I was like, let's just go for a walk the other day, you know, burn off some baby fat. Harry still spits in the street. It seems like such <laughs> no, a... No, time such, out. Don't time say out. no. You spit in the street. I, I and I did. have to look around. I'm like, crap. Are people like this? That's Harry, that's like a 2018 move. You can't really spit in the street anymore. I don't think Harry gets I, CNN. He like This is why he's like taking Kirk Cousins over. I, he's like, he does <laughs> all things where he has no idea what the hell's going on. Spitting in I the only street. spit because I was sick. That's a normal. I don't spit. I only Great. spit because I, I had, I'd love I had, for you to explain that to a neighbor. Like, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sick. I don't know what I have, but that's why I have to spit <laughs> and let you in on my on my sickness. Wow. Did he at least wear a shirt on the walk, Sal? I don't know. I didn't look at him. I didn't. Look. I think he did wear a shirt. I think he did. Harry wear a continues shirt. his streak every was, every time. Every time he comes to you, Sal, he is sick. Every time I, I know. every time I have ever been with Harry Ken's at your fault. place, it's he is Ken sick. Now Ken's he's fault. spitting in the shrubs and everything. Everyone else can. And got me sick in Anchorage. <laughs> All right, there you go. Oh, Parlay, man. Jump it. What's your? Uh, All he's right, been so waiting for weeks tank. to give a sharp tank. I was going to take a parlay, but you know what? So the A's game is starting literally oh. uh, as we basically as we speak. Okay. So I'm just going to go Astros minus one and a half tonight at minus one twenty six. <laughs> the Strohs coming off a brutal, just a bad loss last night, right? I think they rebound. They got uh, one of their better studs on the mound. They, they blow out the Royals. Take them minus one and a half at minus 126. All right. Harry the Spitter. Go ahead. Harry the Street Spitter has a baseball game as well. I like this one so much that I made it my extra points pick as well. So oh, I'm going to take the no Diamondbacks. No I'm going to take the Diamondbacks at minus 118 against the Pirates. Madison Bumgarner on the mound. Uh, seven straight starts for him. Seven straight starts. Two earned runs or less. Meanwhile, uh, TJ Brubaker on the mound for the Pirates, just four and 13 ERA is 5.49. Um, and in his, the Pirates last 12 games where he started, the Pirates are one and 11 in those games. Um, D-backs and, uh, Bumgarner get it done tonight at minus 118. All right, Bri, jump in here. Uh, I love how Parley kid jumped on the Astros minus one and a half after Harry lost on that last night. That was such a, yeah. such a slide, <laughs> such a, yeah. such a slide, slide, nice, slide. Nice. That's it. That's sneaky, sneaky, sneaky move there. 
Uh, Which, right. Brian, what did that make Harry's record, by the oh, way? What, uh, what is he's it? 1147 to one. I mean, that is incredible. <laughs> incredible. Sneaky, sneaky. Uh, I don't know. And mostly, <laughs> and mostly high, heavy money line favorites. Too, yeah. Right. You know what? For the most part. Two perfect uh, words to describe <laughs> Harry high and heavy. There you go. <laughs> All right. Right. What are you liking? All right. Down 24 pounds now. Down 24 so, pounds now, by the way. That's not nice, nice. Harry. Um, now, I would, well, it's all the spitting he does. Probably. Yeah, you remember true. when you had to cut weight for wrestling, you just walk around spitting. All at least time. I, at least even 40 years ago, we had the decency to spit into a cup, Sal. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, the world uh, is his cup. It makes yeah. sense. You know, again, it makes sense if, you, you know, it's okay. You know, if you're spitting, maybe not in today's time, but it was always okay if you're exercising, not walking. There, right. There's no need for spitting when walking. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> but I'll say I... Uh, my sharp tank picks. I will say my extra point picks. I think I'm 15 and four the last 19, which is decent. Nice. Uh, but my nice. shark tank picks have kind of have sucked. I'm starting with the Tuesday picks of the WNBA. So I, there's four games there. I can't even go there. Uh, I'm going to keep this easy <laughs> for myself. Uh, I've, the only thing I've been really good on is, is betting against the Orioles. I have the over on the extra points for the game tonight. Um, I'm going to say, you know, whenever you can get a team again, even though they're home, the Orioles have mm -hmm. actually been worse at home than they are on the road. Um, so whenever you can get a, a team at minus 134 against the Orioles right now, which the Angels are, I think you have to jump on them, even though the Angels haven't necessarily been playing well either. Um, I just think this Orioles team, this guy Watkins has been awful for like four or five straight games. Um, you know, he's given up, you know, his area is like nine over the last four or five games. So, uh, again, I think the Orioles streak continues. They lose uh, 19. We'll say they, they're at 18, right? They're going to lose uh, their mm -hmm. 19th game in a row. And if you can get that close to even money, uh, I like it. So, all right, so you're going over in that game. Well, over in my extra points, but I'm just taking the Angels yeah. to win minus one. I got you. Oh, tonight. I got you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry if that was okay. confusing. All right. No, that's all right. I mean, you say, oh, I do great in extra points, but not on short. Just make it your – no one's going to know. Say anything, uh, Brother mm -hmm. Brian. Just make it your uh, – your sharp tank. Yeah. So you're going angels. Doing it. Angel you know what? I, as, as much and as, as I want to do it and as easy as it's been betting against the Orioles, I feel like the parlay kid has been researching this for weeks, yes. his pick because he's been um, suspended <laughs> and uh, he's, he's, you know, he finally got it out. Astros minus one and a half. And I love that Harry lost on it yesterday. It really, the stars are aligning with Houston mm -hmm. uh, pick minus one and a half parlay kid. Welcome back to sharp tank. I'm, I'm back, baby. There. there you go. We're back. All right, there you go. And we will be back on Thursday to finish off the divisions, the NFC West. Another great one. We're going to work it out on Thursday for the Degenerate Trifecta. Mikey Meatballs, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.